Knowing Your Enemy Part 2 Today's Scripture 1 Peter 5, 8-9 Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Bible in a Year, 2 Samuel 3-5, Luke 14, 25-35 Satan is the god of this world and everything, outside of Jesus Christ, is a result of Satan's way of thinking. His way of thinking is the way he taught Eve in the garden. He deceived Eve with his lies, and untruths. He taught that she could be like God, and to make up her own mind about what was right, and what was wrong. He told Eve that God didn't want her thinking on her own, and making decisions on what was right or wrong, insinuating that God just didn't want her to know everything he knew, and by taking fruit of the forbidden tree she could know as much as God. We need to understand that even today Satan is using the same lies, and untruths that he has used throughout history, and he has not created anything new, that is not common to man, Satan is not a creator. Now please understand, Satan does not create new deceptions, but he indeed twists things to make them look different. An example of this would be demonic possession, if you ask most people if they believe in possession of demons, they will probably laugh and say no. However Satan knows that outright demonic possession, as in the ancient days, would, in many societies, bring too much attention to his sneakiness, so he uses a technique today called, blending, that's right, blending. Now what this does is it slowly mixes his lies and evilness into the unbeliever just enough to influence the individual to do the demon's bidding. Now for the believer this cannot happen, but temptation to do evil, is always present. So for the unbeliever Satan can blend the evil demon into the inner man, into the heart so to speak. But, for the believer this same evil demon can only sit on the Christian's shoulder, because the believer's heart and inner person belongs to Jesus. The believer has the authority of the Holy Spirit, and can rebuke Satan, and the demon in the name of Jesus Christ, and the evil spirits must depart, this is taught in the New Testament. There are many, many things about all this that we do not know, and speculation of a particular subject will not give a factual conclusion or answer. The Holy Bible, God's inspired word, has been handed down through the ages, and reveals all that we need to know about our spiritual futures. God told us the story of what He wants us to hear, and know. Anything beyond this is only theory, and speculations, and enters into dangerous territory. It is not for us to add, or take away from God's Word, God forbid. Man, because of the influence of Satan in this world we live in, wants to know all things, and God did not intend for us to know all things. The secret things of God are His, and His alone. When you read, and understand what you read by the discernment of the Holy Spirit, you will be able to see the true meaning, and reality of the Bible's purpose. Satan is the liar, and deceiver of man, and he wants all the souls of men to go to the lake of fire, and brimstone with him, and his demonic angels that were kicked out of heaven with him. God is the ultimate creator, the father of all that we know, he created man, and loves us as a father loves his own children. For the Bible teaches that because of the work Jesus accomplished on the cross we are the children of God, and brothers, and sisters to Jesus the Christ. Now Satan is the enemy of the brethren, and the complete opposite of God, there are so many stories, and writings about how Satan came to be, and what he is really trying to do here on earth, but the Bible story of Satan is the story we want to base our thoughts on. 
He was created by God as an angel named Lucifer, now, Lucifer became disobedient to God, and therefore was kicked out of heaven to the earth, and he is the evil sin that rules the earth. Satan deceived Adam and Eve, and caused them to be cast out of the garden God had created for them. That's the story folks, Satan is our enemy, and for centuries he has deceived, and wrecked the lives of many people. God had given the earth to Adam to have dominion over it all, but Adam, through disobedience just like Lucifer, failed, and gave possession of the earth to Satan through his own sinful thinking. The Bible tells the story of God's ultimate plan to regain man back to himself. Now if you really give this a lot of thought, why would God want man restored after man disobeyed him? Once again we cannot speculate about this, but the scriptures tells us why, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loved not only us but the whole world, we must realize, and accept the explanation of the Bible on this, no one knows the mind of God, and why all this happened the way it did. God said he loved me, and gave his only son to die for my sinful condition, that I was born into, and inherited from Adam. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, and because of that I have the Holy Spirit of God in my heart, in my inner being, and guess what? Satan can't touch that. Because of Christ Jesus I have power to rebuke, and deny Satan, my salvation is secure in Jesus, no one can take that from me, and I am secure in the hands of Christ. Satan has been successfully defeated for all times, but it is not because of anything I or you have done, oh no, Jesus paid the sin debt we owed. As I have said before, no human being could ever defeat Satan, and pay the sin debt, God the Father knew he was the only one who could defeat Satan, and conquer hell, and death, so now we have the beginning of the New Testament, and the coming of Jesus, God in the flesh. This was prophesied some 700 years prior to Jesus actually being born, and that is a fact found in Isaiah. We stand in the middle of a great battle that rages all around us daily. The battle is not visible, but I will assure you it is very much real. The Bible says Satan is like a roaring lion seeking who he may destroy. The who, he is seeking, is mankind, you, and me. I really don't see, or understand how anyone could deny the presence of this real evil in the world. We see mass murders all around us in the world, people being robbed, beaten, raped, children being abused and we could go on, and on. Satan is the invisible evil that surrounds us, and he directs his evil spirits that work, and exist with him to do his bidding. He will attack all of us at one time or another. The unbeliever does not realize this battle because in their current condition they are in the court of the enemy, participating in the conduct of evilness. Satan has millions, and millions, of unknowing followers, and ready-made tools to use in his murderous work, he uses humans to do all this evilness we see, and hear of today. Some people think they are doing God's will as they persecute, and hate others, but you know Paul thought the same thing, Jesus had to appear to him, and tell him the error of his ways. This world needs God, and the saving power of Jesus Christ, but man, as a whole, will not call upon Jesus for help in their daily battles, and just like Paul had to be approached, and shown through the appearance of Jesus on Damascus Road, so this world today will have to be shown through a series of predetermined events that the Bible tells will take place. I have no idea what the order of these events will be but I do believe they are shortly going to happen, there is the coming rapture of the church, the body of Christ, 
And then, there will be this battle that appears in Ezekiel 38 and 39, also there is this prophesy that most people know nothing about concerning Damascus, Isaiah 17 1 starts off by saying that Damascus will be turned into a ruinous heap. Behold, Damascus will cease from being a city, and it will be a ruinous heap. Today in Syria, this very country, and state mentioned in Isaiah is in the middle of war that has destroyed a lot of the country, and caused millions to be displaced. All these events surround Damascus the very city that Isaiah predicted would be a heap of nothing, and after 5,000 years of being a city, one of the oldest on the planet, will cease to be. Yes God is going to appear to the world, and let them know that He is the one, and only God, and people should really pay attention to all this. All this I have mentioned is visible to the world today, but because of our current, and devastating enemy the world is mostly blinded, and unable to see the truth of God. Jesus is the truth, and the only one that can remove the blindness of the unbeliever, but the unbeliever fails to even believe that. So the purpose of God's grace was to save the sinner because of Jesus, and his sacrifice for men, but men fail continuously to believe, so God will appear, in great power and awe, and announce to the world, that indeed he is the I am who I am, the Alpha, and Omega, and that there is none other than he. Many will suffer and die because of the horrific demonstration of God's testimony to man, but sadly there will still be those who will not see the truth nor will they believe. Folks, we are indeed in a great spiritual war zone, and it is time to wake up. Every Christian will face intense moments of spiritual warfare. The battle will be personal, and probably like hand-to-hand, man-to-man fighting, the kind of fighting that happened in Roman battles when men were fighting with swords. Satan is going to launch attacks on you. Get ready for them. We are told to put on the armor of God in Ephesians chapter 6, so that when the day of evil comes, we will be ready. It is not if the day of evil comes. It is when. You are going to face days where you have an intense battle with evil. We will look at each piece of this armor in the following chapters, and how they relate to our spiritual survival. In my personal experiences, I have found that if you sit back and do nothing for God, your chances of attack are less than if you take up your cause for Jesus, and begin marching forward with the Word of God, and start affecting others around you for their salvation and believing in Jesus, then my beloved you will meet the terror of the evil one. Satan can't stand the fact that someone is standing on the Word of God, it constantly reminds him of his final doom and gloom. I share all that God has allowed me to be for His glory. I can do nothing else but share the word, and the truth of the gospel with a dying world. Satan uses his basic approach for attack, and that is usually a feeling or sense he applies in your mind about, don't do that you are going to make a fool of yourself, or maybe he might try telling you that no one cares about that and therefore no one will listen. You step over that hurdle by rebuking the negativity of his lie, and announce, in your spirit, that the word of God must be announced to the world, and you remember that the world hated Jesus first, so they are going to react toward me the same, but I must put forth the effort trusting that God will empower His Word to be effective. So I charge forward in the battle defeating the first objective through my faith, and my love for the lost, so my hope is that they will believe. Now by doing this I have ruffled the feathers of the evil one, and he will attack at a greater intensity. How does he know how and what to attack you with? Because he knows your weaknesses, he knows your past. The Bible says we will reap what we sow. There is a person, and a mind behind the evil that we can see before our eyes. Satan, and his troops, 
The demons are orchestrating the destruction of people's lives. You and I cannot win this battle in our own strength, we are not strong enough physically or spiritually to defeat Satan. If we were we would have done so and God, knowing all things, would have not sent Jesus in our place to defeat Satan. When we believe on Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes into our hearts, and then we have the strength, not to defeat Satan, but to defend ourselves against the onslaught. We are to resist Satan and his temptations and rebuke him, not in our own names, but in the name of Jesus. Without Jesus we do not stand a chance. The minute you relax spiritually, the minute you decide to take off your spiritual armor, you are set for a great fall. So, if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. 1 Corinthians 10 12, Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No matter how long you have been a Christian or how strongly you have walked with God in the past, you are still capable of committing any sin one second after you stop consciously depending upon God for strength. A humble Christian realizes that apart from Jesus they can do nothing. It is upon the rock of Jesus I will stand and none other. A faithful Christian that rejoices in the saving grace of God, sits on the porch, and never gets up to do anything for God, is not really a threat to Satan, but when that individual gets up, and begins announcing the word of God to a lost world, begins to pray for the lost, and witnessing through their neighborhood, or the world for that matter, now you have Satan's attention, and believe me he will attack. I know, I have been there. One of the most dangerous ways that the devil gets a foothold in the life of a Christian is by establishing a root of bitterness in their life. Somebody is going to hurt you. All of us will be done wrong many times in our lives. At that very moment you will have two choices. You can accept the grace of God and forgive the person who hurt you as Jesus taught us, and go on. Or you can let that wound fester in unforgiveness until it becomes a root of bitterness. The problem with someone who has a root of bitterness is that the bitterness not only poisons their lives but poisons all those around them in their lives. The Bible teaches us to take the devil and his attacks seriously. But, we are not supposed to be so consumed with the devil and his power that we are paralyzed in fear. We must always remember, greater is he that is in us that he that is in the world. 1 John 4 4. God wants us to be aware of the tactics that Satan uses to destroy people's lives. That's the reason this chapter is named Know Your Enemy. You can find out his tactics by studying the Bible. The same tactics he used on people in the Bible is what he uses on us today. My friend Satan is the biggest and worst deceiver, liar, slanderer, accuser, and we could go on and on. Just remember this, Satan is your enemy, God is you Holy Father. God outpowers Satan, Satan is terrified, of anything God does and especially of Jesus. If you stay absolutely faithful, and dependent to Jesus you will have power through the Holy Spirit to defend against Satan, rebuking him, and all his ministers in the name of Jesus.